We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. everybody and welcome back yeah, yeah. to another episode of No Other Pod. I'm Jimmy, as always, with my good <laughs> friend Dan. Dan, it's a victory pod this week after a pretty solid thumping of the San Jose Earthquakes in San Jose, so I'm feeling pretty good. Feeling good, dude. Things are good. We got a special guest today. Uh, I'm not even going to tell you who it is, unless you already read the title, then you probably <laughs> already know. Uh, he's more of an orchestrator of such, but I, I'm excited for that today, man. It's it's a great day, and we're coming back home, and it's raining every day, so we'll we'll see how the week shapes out. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to the days where we move past the rain because I do not want my basement to flood again. But you know, we'll see. So <laughs> it's wild. I'm like, will I ever? You know, will we ever mow the lawn again? Right. Like, I'm in a jungle over here. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but no, as you said, we have a special guest. Y'all read it in the title. Ilya Sanchez, midfielder, center back, all around utility player, just nice guy, joins us on the, the podcast. coolest guy. <laughs> so we uh, we'll have that interview for you later. Uh, but first, we're going to review this uh, this game that happened and, and talk about Daniel Shallaby. <laughs> Join the pod. Keeps uh, keeps scoring. So I think uh, we're going to take credit for that. So I think we works. should. I mean, it's, uh, you know, since we're having Ilya on, it's only a matter of time before he gets some kind of header this weekend. Uh, exactly. exactly. It just it just makes sense. I'm, I'll ride it to the moon, baby. <laughs> and uh, we will review everything that happened in the game. But first, we have an actual five-star rating and review to read. Ooh. Got a new one uh, from Glass Swords titled Great Podcast. Says, this is one of the two SKC podcasts I've listened to on a weekly basis. A great mix of game recap and humor to go along with it. Love the pod. Keep it up. So wow. there we go. That's very nice. That's very nice. I uh, I never get tired of those. I really don't. No, not at all. I, uh, I love hearing uh, the five-star ratings and reviews. If you have not yet left one, then please go ahead and leave it on apple podcasts and uh we'll be sure to give you a shout out and read it on air so um thank you so much to glass swords and i do want to give a shout out um <laughs> dan you don't even know that i uh i missed an email that we got sent uh about a week ago this one and i feel really bad. well you're very busy i feel really bad but from pedro hernandez he sent us actually a couple long emails and, and they're both very good so pedro thank you so much for your emails um i apologize that we missed them but i also one of the things he asked us to do was he mentioned that he um he has a, a sister who had a birthday cindy hernandez turned 17 years old and he said she's a big fan of the pod and that she would love a shout out for her birthday on no other pod so cindy happy birthday we are sorry wow. it's late but here you totally go. belated i i would have remembered cindy i'm like i'm like the remember guy <laughs> on here i would have had your back but damn, dude, happy belated birthday, Cindy. That's cool. Yeah, so thank you. And uh, again, sorry, Pedro, that we missed your email and, and I responded like two weeks late, but um, shout out to your sister. And, uh, you know, that's he, okay. he, he doesn't listen now. He's done. That's right. He, uh, <laughs> he did. I, I replied and, and he replied back real quick to me and, and, and said uh, he was just happy to, that, we, uh, that we got back to him. And, and yeah, so shout out to Pedro and shout out to his sister, Cindy. So happy birthday. Hell so. yeah. Very cool. 
Um, and then, you know, we talked about Shallowy and how he's scoring left and right now. One of uh, one of my fa- one of my favorite things now is is our listener Drake Ewing has kind of taken it upon himself to do like shallowy stock watch for for Sporting KC, and uh, and he's he's been he's been tweeting at us and he tweeted at us uh, this morning before we record. It says great news that Daniel Shallowy and no other pod podcast stock continues to climb. Now it's the price of a lawnmower 4.0. Use code no other pod at checkout. So Drake's basically doing doing our ad reads for us this morning. Wow. But, I don't have to do anything. But since Drake brought it up, we should probably tell the people about <laughs> Manscaped. Well, dude, uh, you know, we, we've been reading these the last couple of weeks and uh, we did the lengthy ones because, they, you know, we're new to this and we're just mm-hmm. trying to make everyone happy. And people are actually buying the Manscaped stuff, man. People are hitting me up. Uh, even my own father is like, what can I get? And I'm like, ah, Dad, should we discuss shaving our uh, our boys together I, this is a whole new uh new relationship we Not got going on but yeah kind of different you know we're different uh, generations but dude support for no other pod brought to you by manscaped who is the best in men's below the waist grooming champions of the world manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels manscaped just launched their fourth generation trimmer the lawnmower 4.0 you heard that right the 4.0 that means there was three others Mm-hmm. Uh, join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you guys 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code NOOTHERPOD at manscaped.com. Just enter NOOTHERPOD at checkout, all caps, all one word. Uh, it's a big deal, man. People like it. I've, I've, I just talked to a couple friends the other day. They aren't even soccer fans, they don't listen to the podcast at all. And I was like, yeah, man, Manscaped reached out to us. Like, we didn't yeah. pursue this nonsense, we didn't yeah. do this. Uh, and I'm glad they did because i've always wanted to try it out but uh it's awesome they were all like yeah i've always kind of wanted to get that and i'm like go get it then no other pod dude he's like how much do i get off i said 20 percent. is plus that not good shipping. plus free plus shipping. free shipping and i tell you what man it's uh, uh probably one of my favorite things about it is that we were for one we were the first ones to try it because they sent it to us before it even came out pretty cool i'm like that's some exclusive stuff but uh it's it's They've engineered it to be like the most comfortable grooming experience, man. Cutting edge ceramic blade uh, really reduces grooming accidents. I know you guys out there probably nicked yourself and you're like, am I going to die? That's a lot of blood. <laughs> am I going to die? So I feel pretty confident shaving it. I love it. The wife loves it. It's good times. So uh, sum it up, dude. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code NOOTHERPOD at manscaped.com. 20% off with free shipping, manscaped.com, and use code NOOTHERPOD. All right, unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. It's trademark for Manscaped. Cool. It is trademark. And, you know, I think they should start a ladiescape. I don't, I don't see a problem with it. <laughs> it doesn't have to be womanscaped because that doesn't come off right. I think ladiescape sounds really cool. Pitch it doesn't rhyme with landscaped, but, it, you That's know. True. You got to pitch it to Get in the boardroom. Call me, man. Call me. <laughs> Very cool. Well, let's, uh, we do, as we mentioned, we do have an interview with Ilya. So we're going to, and it's a yes. good one. We talked like half an hour about a lot of cool Dude, stuff. So he's like, cool. I can't tell you. I, I think in the interview, I'm even like, you were just the nicest guy. And mm-hmm. instead of saying like, oh, well, thank you. He goes, oh, you too. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm complimenting you. Don't compliment me. <laughs> right. That's what he does. He's just the nicest yeah. guy ever. I never um, got that cheek kiss though, but we'll, we'll get an in-person uh, interview soon. That's right. This was over Zoom. Uh, we, we will get an in-person one with him, and 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 it'll be really cool. So we'll talk about yeah. that. But let's let's jump into this game to make sure that we have some time to talk about this game. Uh, yes. It's on the road in San Jose. Sporting KC seems to have trouble with San Jose randomly, and we all well know, let me yeah. let me interject here. No one's talking about this, Jimmy, because the past two games San Jose has lost at home. So everyone's like, oh, another team beat San Jose at their place, and it's like. No respect, man. And you're going to hear Ilya talk about the lack of respect. Yeah, he ta- he's not a fan of the lack of respect that, that SKC gets when we win. So, uh, you know, he's definitely going to talk about that. You will hear about it. And uh, But, you know, Sporting KC periodically has, has some fits with, with San Jose, and we all know what happened in the playoff game last year, even though Sporting KC eventually came out on top. Uh, but, you know, we got another week of Ilya back at center back. This time he was next to Kave Rod. So, you know, it was, it was another new pairing and Ilya was as much as he, you know, isn't typically the center back. He was the more senior guy of this backline pairing. 
So it he's, was, uh, he's pretty good. He's pretty good, but I, I don't think they're going to keep him there permanently. Like there's just no way, you know? Well, I mean, and we talked about, there's a lot of people in the midfield. They're all starting caliber. We talked about that with him too, but uh, he was back at center back. Uh, young Gianluca Buzio was starting at the number six again, even though he's wearing the number 10, he was uh, sort of that holding midfielder next to Roger and Gary Kinda. And then frontline, Daniel Shallowy, Alan Polito and Kyrie Shelton. Johnny Russell was available on the bench, came in as a sub. So he's getting back to for him. like a minute. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, this is, this is a pretty decent 11. This is the second week in a row. We've had somebody, I think it was Anthony Martinez be like, has Peter Vermees found his starting 11? And uh, I think, you know, it's, it's going to continue to be a rotation. I, I think, you know, I can confidently say that this probably isn't the first choice starting 11 for a number of reasons, but agreed. it, it shows to uh, the depth that Sporting Casey has. They can go out and get a dominant win like this. But uh, you saw this lineup. You knew it wasn't probably the first choice 11, but, but what'd you think when you first saw who was trotting out on the field? Uh, you know, Kave Rod uh, surprised me, but I think that's because uh, Fontas picked up a little midweek knock of some sort. Um, and I, I, I even forgot that Zussi was kind of knocked up and I knocked up. No, he was not pregnant, but I, th- <laughs> I think he was, uh, you know, I forgot he was hurt. So when I was when I was doing my Westlake Ace Hardware predict the starting eleven thing that you can do on uh, on their website, I don't know if it was Westlake, yeah. but uh, I had Fantas and Zussi in there, and I was like, "Damn it! I did not, <laughs> I did <laughs> not get research. it right. Did not research it well enough." But everyone else, I figured, would start, and you know, I think Peter would really like to have uh, Easy back there uh, at center back, obviously. And Punchets is hurt too, right? So that's that's why he's not back there. He was well, he was available. I think. Oh, Punchets, okay. what he did have a hamstring injury, but I, I think I still think that part of the reason that Cave is in there, maybe it has to do with health. But that one goal that Punchets kind of allowed uh, a couple games ago, where he didn't really slide and, and he probably could have slid and tried to stop it. Peter notices little things like that, and I think it was little an things thing. like so. effort, dude. I always say the effort. Uh, always out outshines the 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 goals and the stops and stuff like that like i attribute me making the basketball team in high school when i went for a ball that was going out of bounds like i got down on the on the ground floor burns and shit yeah people noticed that man yeah well and i tweeted this during the game but one thing i think you know kave's got a lot of things to learn i mean he's young and he is what his second start one thing you cannot say about him is he does not put in a huge amount of effort. I mean, this dude is flying all over the field and, and he had one perfect Got them young tackle, legs. One perfect tackle in the box against the San Jose attacker. I'm, I'm forgetting who it was, but he, he got up and he was kind of facing away from the camera, but I don't know if you noticed. He got the tackle just right and he got up and he like kind of flexed and like screamed toward the toward the direction of the San Jose player because he was so pumped. And I was like, that's what I like to see. The young guy getting in there and just feeling it. Cave so. getting Jimmy all sorts of so it's a fired up. <laughs> <laughs> it just, it made me, it made me glad. like this guy, you know, he's, he's doing well and he's confident and he's feeling himself and, and, you know, good for him. So, but you know, I let's, dig it, man. let's talk about how this game started because, you know, it did not start out well for sporting KC and I missed the start because Valley sports app is not the best, but mm. um, set pieces, man, set pieces continue to be a little bit of a bugaboo for, for sporting KC and, Javier Lopez got the ball at the top of the box off a set piece. And man, credit to him because this shot is what they call a golazo. I mean, there's nothing Tim could do, but nobody closed down. And Sporting KC were down 1-0 in the fourth minute. You got to hand it to our good friend, Nate Bucati, man. He called this well uh, on TV. He said, uh, that looks like something they worked out on the practice field. And I think it absolutely was because the San Jose broadcaster said like the same thing. They were like yeah. straight from the practice pitch to the, the game pitch and i'm like damn yeah it did look good you gotta hand it to him yeah there were a lot of people who were not too happy with the san jose broadcasters i know some people were listening on espn plus and on vpn or whatnot who who got the san jose broadcast and we had more than a few people on twitter who were complaining about the homerism of the san jose broadcasters so and that's another thing that Bucati has always said that he doesn't want to sound like a homer, even though he most certainly is. Loves this city, <laughs> loves all the teams. Yeah. He never wants to sound like that. And I think yeah. he does a pretty good job. So that's unfortunate that the San Jose guys were like that. 
Yeah, I mean, every team's home broadcasters are going to be little bits of homers. And I was not listening to the San Jose broadcast, but apparently it was like every foul against San Jose. They're like, that's not a foul. That's a terrible call. And, you know, it's just let's relax a little bit. So, I didn't even notice. Is that people were stuck listening to them? Like, cause they had to watch ESPN plus. Or if something? you're on ESPN plus, you generally get the home team's broadcast. So uh, if you were watching on ESPN plus, you had San Jose announcers, even if you're an SKC fan. So gotcha. So the game, you I know, gotcha. first five minutes, maybe not great, but then sport and KC really kind of started to settle into the game. And just 10 minutes after that first goal, Alan Polito steals the ball just outside the box and somehow dances away from like, three or four San Jose players chips this gorgeous through ball that I do not know how he did, but this is why he's a $10 million player perfectly weighted pass to Jalen Lindsay. Who's running free into the box because this is what happens. San Jose does their man marking. So their center backs like way up the field with Alan Polito and it leaves a wide open gap for Jalen Lindsay to sneak by his man runs perfectly into the box behind the back line. Perfect. First touch just taps it right past the San Jose goalkeeper and Jalen Lindsay gets his first career MLS goal for Sporting KC. And it came at a pretty good time. Perfect first touch. Came at a great time because they scored so early. And I that can always be bad for a team scoring that early. Yeah. But like, God, it felt so deflating to watch. I was just like, here we go again. Like we weren't focused at the beginning, like did not close that down. But uh, God, you got to hand it to Jalen. He said he was so excited. He, he didn't know what to do, like didn't know how to celebrate. Kind of like when when Juan Cousin, uh scored his first goal and he like did some like kind of silly fist like pump. A, yeah. <laughs> but like when Allen scores, dude, he gets that fist pump and you're like, go on, Allen. Yeah. Get it. <laughs> Allen, Allen's done it a few times in his career. Well, now Daniel's in this sliding mode. I'm like, get it, Daniel. All right. That hurts my hips just watching you do that. But uh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool. Shout out to Jalen. Um, congrats on your first goal. Came at a very good time. Hopefully there's many more to come. Jalen, I mean, Peter said he thinks this is the best game Jalen's played for Sporting KC in his career. And I think I agree with him. He was pretty good. Didn't someone, someone said it looked like, uh, you know, since Zussi was back doing big things, someone was like, Jalen had to step it up. Yeah. I mean, he just knew. He's like, nah, man, I can't let this dude take take this job. I need it. He had to hop in there real good and and, and show Peter that he needs some playing time still. But, I mean, everybody was good. Buzio was good at the six. Cave was good. All the young guys who came in, they were real good. So Yeah. Uh, speaking of Alan Polito and his goal celebrations, 60th minute, Alan Polito uh, does a little combination play, if you will, with uh, Daniel Shallowy, gets the ball at the top of the box, and then this is what is so great about Alan Polito. He does this little kind of head fake, if you will, where his head kind of leans to the left and sends the entire back line of San Jose leaning that way and then just creates the smallest little window. It might have, I think it did take a little bit of a deflection off the San Jose defender, but goes top left corner for the goal. Suddenly Sporting KC take the lead 2-1. I think it might have even gone in, even if it didn't take the deflection, but Alan Polito, man, is the real deal. Yeah, I think it would have went in. I think the deflection just made it look more badass because it hit the post and bounced in, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, – but Alan Polito, man, I just – his his off-the-ball movement um, is so good. You know, his ability to drop back and play almost as a midfielder but then still come up and finish is just absolutely unparalleled. So, I don't know, man. It's just really cool. And then just three minutes later, this goal was maybe even better – than his first one, although it got called offside because Gotti Kinda, who passed Polito, the ball was was uh, was just offside. But Polito, from a drastic angle on the right side, hammers it into the roof of the net, and it was it's real too bad that it was an offside goal because that one, man, that was some seriously impressive skills. That was pretty, and you start getting so pumped. You're like, wow, we're coming! Like we're taking these three points out of San Jose. So for that to be disallowed was. God, it was so deflating, but you knew there was still enough time left to, to put a little icing on the cake, you know? Yep. And wouldn't you know it, there's one more goal that came, and Alan Polito was involved because he's running up the field. He sees Daniel Shallowy coming down the left side. Daniel gets it. One little touch, resets on his right foot, curls it just past the San Jose keeper into the right side. I mean, this was a gorgeous goal, and this is really what sealed it. There were 15 minutes left in the game, but suddenly 3-1's a lot better than 2-1. Daniel Shalloway, man, he's back. So pretty, dude. He just takes a little touch and, and then one more touch on the outside of his foot and just curls that in. I don't know. 
not many people can do that. And, and his confidence is through the roof. Yeah. And I'm, I'm excited, man. Like the, the smartest people in the world have said that Daniel's going to be like the breakout player of the year. You know what I mean? Like super <laughs> soccer geniuses. If only there was someone this. on a podcast before the season who said Daniel Shalloway was the one to watch this year. I don't know. I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. I just host <laughs> one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Daniel's pretty good, man. Pretty awesome. Yeah. So his, his giraffe legs, dude, just flying down the field. <laughs> it's it's like you don't think he's that fast, but he's covering ground. You know. Yeah. I mean, it's on the savannah, dude. Giraffe style. <laughs> Shout out to Daniel. Um, we'll have to see if we get him on the pod again. Maybe we'll uh, we'll keep it going. But Sporting KC get three points. They jump up to second place in the Western Conference at 13 points through seven games, um, just behind Seattle. Well, not just behind Seattle's pretty crazy right now. They have 17 points. They're averaging almost two and a half points per game. That's, so that's not a lot of points, really. I mean, get, we're so early into this season and everyone's so high on Seattle. It's just like, relax. All right. I even see a lot of Seattle fans who are just like bawling because Atlanta tied them this past weekend. Yeah. And I'm just like, I know it was in the last three minutes or whatever, but you guys are going to be fine. Like they, they, you guys are always fine. I've never cried because of a last minute goal. Like I literally saw people crying. It was yeah. weird. Yeah. That's different people. Yeah. I, I don't do that. I, I, it's not that serious. <laughs> not that serious. So. And we're in May. I exactly. mean, if it's a playoff game, maybe tears are warranted, but it's like, we're in this marathon of soccer right now that like, it's not all that serious. <laughs> right. Right. People got to chill. Um, yeah. Let's, uh, you know, we, we got a number of questions about Ilya. Um, how much do you like Ilya back there at center back from Jacob Letourneau? Um, let's see here. Uh, Brendan M., do you think we flipped the table on the center back debate? Feels like so far we've had way more good center back performances. Um, Connor Bateman said Ilya has done quite well at center back. Everybody likes Ilya at center back. So I know it's they not do. a typical position. And like you said, you don't think he'll stay there, but he seems pretty comfortable there. I mean, it's a nice backup, and, and we really dive deeper into it with this conversation with him, and he tells us, uh, you know, some big differences between his two positions he's been playing. And, you know, at the end of the day, he, he doesn't care where he's at because whatever gets him on the field, right? Right. So, you know, but now he, he won't stay there. There's no way that's permanent. No, probably not. But he does talk about how he'll play any position on the field except the bench. And uh, yeah. Nate mentioned that on the broadcast. He, Ilya also said the same thing in our interview. So let's kick it over to our interview with Ilya Sanchez, midfielder slash oh, center back yeah. slash just genuine nice guy. And uh, we'll catch you after the break. All right, guys, we promised someone extra special today. The maestro of the Sporting Kansas City midfield, or maybe Sporting Kansas City back line. We don't even know nowadays. Ilya, man, how's it going, dude? How are you? Yeah, I'm fine. Thank you. Um, yeah, uh, that's a question for the other maestro, Peter Bermis. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just, yeah, you go where you're told to go, I guess, right? Yeah, the, the only position I don't like to play is on the bench. So, <laughs> other I'm fine uh, being on the field and trying to help my team. So, yeah. There you go, man. Well, how, uh, you know, last year has been crazy for all of us. I mean, we're starting to see some light at the end of the tunnel, uh, getting out of the 2020 and the quarantine and everything. But backing it up to last year, I mean, what did you do to kind of keep yourself busy? We had Daniel Shallowy on here. He talked how he got into video games. Uh, Johnny Russell really focused on family time and watched some TV shows with his wife. Uh, what, what did you do, man? What are your, what are your hobbies outside of soccer? Anything fun? Well, uh, my main hobby, it's uh, watching movies. Uh, I'm a movie guy, but um, I also like to read books. I like to uh, call my family, uh, chat uh, with them for a while. So when uh, COVID hit uh, here and we had to stop the season, um, you know, I'm going to be honest, uh, Joey's workouts were demanding. So uh, I spent most of the mornings uh, working out at home. Um, we had the opportunity to enjoy 
uh, the equipment that uh, the trainers brought to our places. So that made it much easier. And other than that, uh, between cooking, eating, cleaning after that, and, and uh, doing just uh, normal life, uh, but at home, uh, I spent uh, my time, um, yeah, pretty busy. What are you, what are you, you, see, you said you're a movie guy. So what's your favorite genre of movie? What's your go-to? Well, uh, I like uh, science fiction, how you call it. Um, yeah. Movies where uh, you're just uh, getting to a non-real scenario where uh, you just let your imagination uh, flow. Um, those are my movies. That's why I watch movies to to try to at least for a couple, three hours, uh, not live in this real life and, and, and enjoy, um, yeah, uh, a good uh, science fiction movie. Do you have a favorite movie? Uh, well, uh, this was not a science fiction movie. Uh, I think it was a real story, but uh, Titanic would be one of my uh, very movies That's <laughs> of a good all one. time. But yeah, I, I really like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, how he acts. And, and I think uh, he was very young at that time, but uh, still uh, did a, a pretty good job uh, surrounded by other uh, really good actors and actresses. So, uh, yeah, and, and probably one of the first movie I remember um, watching it. So that's maybe why also uh, it's in my top one. Nice. You know, a lot of people uh, like took school classes last year or maybe tried to learn uh additional skills you mentioned you like cooking were you a uh, uh, did you cook already or did you have to learn that and did you learn any other fun skills that was a uh, uh, something i needed to do you know to survive it's not something <laughs> <laughs> i was uh, willing to to do uh so um yeah um no i i'm not a good chef um, my mom uh, and my dad teach me uh, some uh, dishes when I was growing up, but uh, after that, honestly, if I can um, get food to, to go or, or even here, bring it from, from the facility for dinner at home, uh, that's what I, I like to do. Very cool. I think we lost your camera there for a second. So we only, oh, there you are. Oh, no, you're good. The light in the room. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nope, that's good. Um, they thought I was here, you know, I wasn't moving. So. <laughs> yep, that's yeah. right. Now I we get you, figured, don't worry. We figured Johnny came by and turned out the lights or something. We, we hear he's the yeah. speaker, you know. <laughs> that could be uh, an option too, yeah. <laughs> We, we had Johnny on a couple a couple weeks ago, and he talked about some of the pranks he pulls on the rest of the team, and he does not sound like he's a person that you really want to mess with. <laughs> no, uh, honestly not. Um, I, I'm fortunate that uh, he rather doing those pranks to other guys than me, so uh, I'm going to try to, you know, anytime he's around, I'm trying to avoid him a little bit, you know, so <laughs> we, we don't cross... Uh, I look and, and um, we both are fine, but yeah, he's, he's a good one. Very cool. So as Dan mentioned, we're sort of, we're, we're transitioning back to closer to normal life. And obviously this season is, is much uh, closer to a regular MLS season than last year. There's still some things, obviously fans coming back and whatnot, travel differences, but what's it been like transitioning back to closer to a normal season? And especially, you know, some of these, uh, new players who, who joined the team in the midst of, of um, an offseason with so much uncertainty. What's it been like uh, to help bring them in and, and make them feel a part of, of the team as things get back to normal? Well, we are all excited to at least have a longer season than last year. When I say longer, I mean uh, with more games because at the end of the day, we spent the whole year here last year too but uh, what we are here for is to play games and to try to win those games and, and uh, get at the end of the season in a good uh, playoff spot um, I love the, the way that MLS works um, not just MLS but also um, pretty much every single American sports league um, it uh, took me a while to get used to maybe my first and second year um, 
still uh, didn't like as much as I do it now, uh, this playoff system. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's kind of uh, you are playing two different seasons in one season. You still have to deserve to be the best team in your conference in the regular season. And that's something that uh, we work for uh, the whole season. But then um, everything uh, changed and a new season shorter starts uh, with the playoffs. So uh, the new guys, uh, we have a meeting every year at the beginning of the season or the preseason. And uh, the coach um, explain them and remind all of us uh, what we are here for. And, you know, this club, Sporting Kansas City, is a club that uh, has to fight for every single game. And, and we have our uh, bigger goals at the end of the season. And one of them is uh, to be on top in our conference, to then be able to have a long run in the playoffs. But still, um, having more games in, in a close to normal season, uh, it's something that, especially in this club, uh, we like and that uh, we think that could um, be in our favor uh, to have a successful season. Absolutely. And 2020 was just so weird in general. It's so nice to have that in the rearview mirror and, you know, starting this season off with pretty good bang. I mean, how do you feel, Ilya, about the season um, so far? I mean, it had to feel good to get your goal against Austin FC. Uh, mm -hmm. No one would think our, our, our midfielder is coming up to put headers in the back of the net, you know, but uh, how are you feeling overall right now? I think that um, we are in a good place. Um, six games into the season, um, we have been pretty consistent at home. And that's something that uh, we've talked about uh, during preseason and also with the first couple games. Um, I think that we cannot let other teams steal points from the Children's Mercy Park. And uh, if we do that, if we can uh, achieve that, um, then we will have to fight on the road uh, to get those some extra points. But we will be fine um, getting these wins at home. Um, also, because we play in front of our fans and our family, so they deserve that. But um, mainly thinking about uh, having success and being on top places the whole season, uh, getting those points at home, and not losing uh, games there, um, it's something that we focus on. Um, I think the team is, sorry. That's okay, I think don't worry. Back, uh, I'm gonna stay closer to the, to the light, switch off. Okay, <laughs> so, sorry guys. No worries. Man. I think that um, the team um, still has a lot to improve, but um, I don't see us having to work much harder to get to that improvement. Uh, I think that the main um, qualities are there. The main players uh, are here. So uh, just uh, playing games and, and having uh, full weeks of, of work, uh, this team will uh, improve even more for the next uh, games. Had to feel good to get that that dominant win against Vancouver at home and, and, and put a performance like that out on the field. Yes, and, and it's something that um, we are very proud of here inside the locker room. Um, honestly, uh, we try to not listen um, about many opinions on, of the outside. And, but something that I don't like uh, that happened in, in, in our, uh, I guess, uh, environment is that um, whenever we win it's because the other team is not good enough but then if we don't win against that same team it's because we didn't do our job or we are not good enough so uh, at, at some point we have to give credit to this team and then this group of guys and this uh, coaching staff because it's uh, very difficult to present uh, a game the way we play or the, the game that we try to play um, in terms of having the ball, being the main team on, on the field, no matter who is playing or who are we playing against. And um, 
believe me, Vancouver is a really good team. They have uh, uh, one of the best coaches in the league and, and they put a plan together to play against us at our place and they just couldn't do it. Uh, and uh, now we go at San Jose that uh, all these people is thinking that they're going to crush us, that they are very strong at their place. And I'm sure that if we get a good result after the game, they will say that they were not good enough. So, uh, yeah, sometimes uh, I don't like to get into these uh, discussions, but uh, I feel that now that it's the beginning of the season, it's good that we step up and say that uh, anything that we do here, um, we deserve. Anything that we get, we deserve. And if we don't get it, we, work, we will work harder uh, to be able to get it in the future. I, I love that you said that, Ilya, uh, kind of calling people out because I'm guilty. I mean, I said that. I was like, are we really good <laughs> or is Vancouver really bad? And it's, it's so early in the season to really make any kind of statements like that. You know what I mean? We're all still trying to find the chemistry within the teams. Um, but I love that you said that. I feel, uh, I feel attacked, but I'll, I'll let it happen. I, I, <laughs> it's, it's absolutely warranted. You know, everyone's and- talking that way. Believe me, I respect all the opinions and I think that they are all valid. We all see football different. And, and of course, um, as a fan, as a, a media and as a players or coaches, we won't see the games the same way because uh, maybe uh, from the outside, people don't know why we are doing certain things in the game. Uh, and I understand that, but at the same time, uh, I feel responsible when you ask me about it to give me my professional opinion and uh, try to uh, stand uh, for that. Absolutely. And we don't take ourselves super seriously. I mean, we're a fan podcast at the end of the day. Jimmy and I are two of the biggest fans here and we talk like emotional fans as well. <laughs> the, the lows are low and the highs are high. You know what I mean? Uh, that being said, Matt Beasler was back at the park, man. I mean, that must have been kind of exciting to see him and, and beat him. Uh, what, what was that like? What was the, the emotions of playing against him instead of him being your captain? He played great. Uh, he played, I think he was the best player on the field uh, against them. Uh, he he commanded uh, the back line and not the back line, not just the back line. Also, uh, every single attack started uh, with him on the ball. So it was very hard for us to stop him. Um, uh, fortunately, we, we won the game. But I was very happy to see that uh, he found a team and, and a group of guys that uh, followed their lead again um, because we were um, proud to have him as a captain for the past so many years uh, here in sporting. And, and uh, you know, it was an honor to, to play against him. Uh, we welcomed back him home because this is uh, home for him more than for any of us. And, and um, yeah, I wish him the best um, for, for the next games and hopefully they can, they can have a good season. They are a good team too. So what I like about this league is that uh, you just said, if I ask you or you ask me who is going to win or who is going to have success at the end of the season, uh, I'm sure that we won't uh, get it right um, at this stage of the season it's it's very difficult to uh see uh what team is going to be good for next year and and not just uh not only for next year but also for for the next games um we are all very equal and and that's something that uh, as a fans too uh we love to to enjoy um because when i'm not playing and i watch other games in the league i i, I just i'm just a fan and and i like to see that and believe me, I, I'm more critic than you, you could be with any other team. You know, I'm just how you can do this here or, or why uh, are you doing this against this team? It's so obvious. But um, um, that's why I say that we respect all the opinions, because uh, at the end of the day, this is an entertainment for 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 people. And, and um, we sometimes need this kind of opinions and not the boring opinions or the, the long opinions about the professional player or, or coach. 
is that you said you're a fan and you like watching other teams. Is, is there another team that you think is the most fun team to watch when you're just a fan? Well, uh, I really like LASC. I think um, they have um, kind of a similar idea of what I stand for in, in football. Uh, but again, as a fan, uh, I could be closer to something that I don't like to do on the field. And it's just maybe counter attacks and straight attacks or, or maybe getting off from set pieces when, when I know that that goal is coming uh, for teams like Seattle, for example, or, or, or teams like New York City, that uh, you know that something is going to happen in that game and it happens. Uh, that makes it uh, more enjoyable um, to watch. You know, you uh, you were talking about how there are still things for for Sporting Kansas City, obviously, to work on and get better on. But but this this team has a, every position has has a number of quality players uh, at the position, and and the midfield is no exception. There are some really talented young players, obviously Buzio, um, but then Felipe Hernandez, Cam Duke, um, and then there's Remy Walter who came in, you, Roger, Gadi Kinda. Some people say there's five or six starting quality players for, for three spots. So what's it like knowing that you have that much quality at your main positional group? And then you have these young guys who are, who are coming through the academy too. How, how do you sort of um, navigate all that? And, and what's it like to be with these guys every day? I agree 100% with what you are saying. Um, you know, we, we, we joke sometimes at this off season um, with the fact that um, we were also asking for one more midfielder to come. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, okay, Roger, uh, Gadi, next uh, signing, it's also a midfielder, you know? But uh, <laughs> uh, this is a team that um, really uh, values the ball. Um, and to be able to do that, um, you have to have a strong uh, midfield. Um, I think that any of us could start in any game. Uh, and when I say this, um, I'm being very honest. Um, and it doesn't matter uh, if we have more experience or less, because uh, sometimes when you don't have um, that much experience, that means that you are young, but you also can bring uh, more energy or, or different, um, more be more enthusiastic. Uh, for the game uh, than other players. So I think that uh, you have to have a, a good level of quality uh, to be able to play in this team. But uh, every single uh, midfield, but also player that is in this team uh, have it. And, and I'm excited. I'm excited of, of our group of guys. And, and I think that uh, in a long season, we are, we're going to be able to um, do big things uh, this year. Well, you know, Ilya, let them bring in all the midfielders they want because you just might get thrown uh, in the defensive line next to uh, Mr. Andre Ufantas. I mean, how, how's that transition been, man? Dropping back to center back from D mid. I mean, is it just, is it less running? Is it more communication? What, uh, what are the differences for you? It's a different way to run. Um, in the midfield, you cannot stop running um but uh, on the other side your runs are shorter and um more more consistent uh when you are in the back line uh, you just have to know when to run and you have to be ready because uh those runs are going to be um a good accelerations and, and and fast or faster than in the midfield and um it's all about also responsibility on the field um as uh, back as you are on the field, uh, you are uh, becoming the, the last man and everything you do uh, takes more responsibility. So um, you just have to change your mind. Uh, I'm not saying that it's a very, very different position playing uh, as a defensive midfielder than as a center back, but um, you see the field uh, with a little bit more you see bigger spaces from the back than from the midfield, and you just have to get used to um, these new situations. 
Yeah, for sure. And and being next to someone like Fantas who came through the Barcelona system like you did, um, what's that been like? You know, just having another person on the team that had such a similar experience as you did. It's fantastic. Um, you just say it in, in your question, your, in your first question, uh, communication when you are playing center back is the key uh, and being able to know your pair, uh, your couple uh, as a center back uh, could help uh, to the success of, of that game. Uh, I think that uh, he knows me, uh, I know him and his qualities. And um, when we have the ball, it's uh, easier or you could think that it could be easier for us. But uh, I think that uh, the last two games that we had to play together, uh, where we've been better at, it, it was without the ball. So, um, yeah, uh, we felt uh, good. And, and the team also helped to that. Um, this is an, a, a team sport. So uh, being able to keep the ball uh, to move with the ball and to attack the other team being the main team on the field uh, helped for us to to be able to perform. So, yeah, happy to, to have him by my side and uh, grateful to the other players to make my job easier on the back line. So when, when you first, going back to when you joined Sporting Kansas City, you came over, you, you had spent some time in Spain, obviously where you're from, and then some time in, in Germany. Um, did you know much about Kansas City as a city before you, you came here? And, and what did you expect coming from uh, European football to Major League Soccer? So um, when I left Barcelona to join Munich 1860, um, I had... Uh, a year where I enjoyed playing soccer, but I had four coaches in one year. Um, that was a little too much uh, for any player. Um, and, you know, that was not something uh, that the coaches deserve to be fired. Uh, I think it was more about the club being um, chaotic and not having uh, someone that the, took the, the right decisions. So um, after that experience, I went on loan to Elche, but knowing that I had to be back in Germany after one year, uh, but I already had in my mind that I wouldn't um, finish my contract in Germany, uh, not at least on that team. Uh, so uh, I decided to break my contract and wait for the next opportunity, but focusing exclusively in the um, in the football side, not uh, contracts or or any other thing that just coaches and teammates. Um, I broke my contract uh, back in September uh, twenty sixteen. And I got um, a few offers from Europe, um, from uh, small leagues, top teams in small leagues, um, but none of them uh, offered me a solid project to play soccer. Uh, I was 25, 26 years old at that time. And when Sporting and, and Peter and Kerry called me um, to join the team, um, and after them explaining me how they saw hit their team and how they saw me as a player and how I could help hit their team to uh, improve, to grow, I decided to come here. Um, I had another um, option in the MLS, but um, I uh, felt that uh, sporting Kansas City was the right option because of the people that makes sporting, uh, not because uh, any other, um, you know, um, situation. I know one of the things Peter has said about recruiting players, especially from abroad, is when you first call them and tell them, hey, come to Kansas City, 
it, it's not a city like New York City. It's not Miami. It's not Los Angeles. So it's not one that most people have heard of before. But then he always says, if you can get him here and see the facilities, you can see the training center, you can see Children's Mercy Park, and you can see how much that the club and the ownership and the city has invested that it sells itself once it gets to that point. And, and um, you know, I think the training center opened after you joined. So I don't know if you knew that that was coming when you, when you signed, but, no. <laughs> but I imagine that was a nice bonus once that opened up for you. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, we spent one year, my first year in Swope. And, and for me, that was amazing. So after we moved uh, here to uh, Compass Minerals uh, National Performance Center, for me it was like, uh, <laughs> yeah, something I couldn't uh, believe at that time because I was more than fine at Swope. Uh, we had the great uh, soccer fields and, 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 and good uh, facility. But yeah, once you are here, I mean, maybe now is an extra for me not wanting to leave you know, uh, yeah. other than time at, at that time. Um, in my case, it was my conversation with uh, Kerry first and then Peter uh, and the way that they uh, see me as a player or saw me as a player and the idea that they had uh, for uh, their team um, was the only reason for me to decide to, to join uh, Kansas City. Yeah. Also, I, 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 um, I had... Uh, a conversation with uh, uh, my agent in my first year in Germany about sporting, uh, wanting to, to you know, uh, they were looking uh, for a player like me and, and, and they, they decided that they wanted to talk to me. But uh, what I did first, I, I talked to Munich 1860 to see the real possibilities to leave the team. And they said that now after six months of, of being there, uh, the ownership uh, group uh, wasn't thinking about selling me or, or um, breaking my contract because it was too too soon for that, too early for that. Well, coming to a new team in general can be very uh, very stressful. New new facilities, new team, new place. But coming to a new country and a new league altogether, I mean, I can't even imagine what that would be like. But looking back you weren't like a teenager or anything, but you, you were young. Is there any, uh, you're still young. Ilya, you're like 30. <laughs> Is there any one player who really, uh, you know, helped you adjust and uh, accommodate you to the league and the team? Well, Roger, definitely. Um, he was a big part of my, uh, yeah, my first year here. Um, I landed straight from Barcelona to Tucson, where uh, they were doing the preseason. So Kansas City was not even my first city to... <laughs> yeah, right in the uh, desert. Exactly. We, I, I uh, flew straight to Tucson and, and Roger my, my, was my um, roommate at that time. Uh, and I remember getting into the room uh, the first night around 10 p.m. And he wasn't there. Um, so uh, he got there maybe an hour later and uh, I was falling asleep, but uh, he immediately introduced himself uh, and started talking about the culture, culture sorry, of the club. Uh, and that surprised me because uh, normally players, they don't talk with this pride about uh, a club or, or the culture around it or the people that works uh, for, for the club uh, right away. And, and not with uh, those kind of words that uh, he uses and that he always uses because I see that uh, repeating it every time a new player, especially from a Latin country, um, he's normally paired with Roger in the, in the room for preseason. So um, in lunch, dinner, breakfast, I could hear the same stories that he was telling me and, and uh, that of course I believe at that time and that I could prove that they were true. So for someone to uh, meet you the first time, start talking to you about things uh, of a place that uh, you really want to fit in and then for them to be true, um, give you so much confidence uh, that you took the right choice. Uh, joining the club. 
that's very cool. It's good to hear. Um, makes sense why Roger is one of the, the, the fan favorites and he's been here for so long. So that's, that's cool. Uh, you know, just a couple more and then we'll, we'll get you out of here. You've, you've been in Kansas city for four or five years now, something like that. So have you tried your fair share of, of barbecue? And if so, do you have a favorite Kansas city barbecue place that you found? You know, I still have to go to Joe's barbecue. Okay. Can you believe that? I, I, <laughs> I live five minutes far from the gas uh, station where yeah. the, the, I guess the, the first or the real Joe's uh, place was built. Uh, and I always tell myself next time someone comes to visit. Uh, and when I say someone is family because friends, they think it's too far for them to <laughs> take two or three flights to come visit. But uh, uh, I think we should go there. But then they are here for two, three months, and, and we never end going. Uh, there is always an excuse about, I don't know, uh, I cannot uh, cheat today in my uh, right. meals because I have a game tomorrow or I have important practice or whatever. And, and uh, this is something that I definitely have in my list. Um, <laughs> but I, I went to Q39. I went to Gates. Uh, we had also barbecue uh, food um, served at the facility or at the stadium after a couple games, and I love it. Just like home, right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, all, every single thing that uh, could be grilled with a good sauce, and, and, and especially I think that you have the best meat uh, that I've ever uh, tried. So, um yeah, it's something that uh, we cannot beat Kansas City with. It's, it's the the meat and, and the way that uh, you serve it. There you go. Hey, so May 29th, first full capacity game at Children's Mercy Park. I can just imagine the the, the team is buzzing, the club's buzzing. Uh, Ilya, what are you most looking forward to about that game? And, uh, you know, what do you have to say to the fans that, that will be there in attendance? This is something that uh, makes me very emotional. I think that um, for us to be able to have full capacity again and at least bring something to the community, uh, uh, even if it's just a, a single game, you know, uh, I don't think uh, our job is um, honestly important for society. But I think that um, it could help uh, some people um, to have a good time in family with family or with friends and, and, and do a fun activity. So uh, for us as a players, um, that's one side. And the other side as a players, we play with extra motivation. Uh, we play with uh, extra energy. And also, I think that we feel that we are one more player on the field when we see uh, full stands. Um, the other day uh, against Vancouver, uh, I don't know how many people was at the stadium, but it felt like uh, we had a full crowd of, of people, local people uh, cheering for us. And, and they are part of the success. They are part of any win. And... Uh, they should know that. So we value uh, their support. And I think that we couldn't do it uh, without them um, there. At the end of the day, we play for them. There is uh, not, not other true here than that uh, players we play for and coaches we work for, um, for fans. Very cool. Well, Ilya, like, you were like the nicest guy, my friend. You, that is, <laughs> that's awesome. Thank you. You, yeah. you too. <laughs> <laughs> now, now he's just blurring you, nice. you up. You were nice with your question. You were nice. Had a good time. Well, I know, Ilya, you are a fan favorite. Everybody loves you. As Dan said, you're one of the nicest, not just soccer players, but athletes I've ever talked to. So we appreciate your time today. Um, we wish you all the best coming up, whether it's at center back or, or midfield or who knows, you're going to get in there and goalkeeper one of these days at, at, at the rate you're going, playing all the positions on the field. So, um, Thank you so much for your time. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, good luck. And, and we'll talk to you soon sometime. Thank you. Thank you for your call. Thank you. Thanks, man. Take care. You Bye -bye. too.
Best friends, total best <laughs> friends, dude. It's a real thing. He has just become my best friend. Yeah, I mean, he. Uh, it, it, it was pretty funny when we're sitting there and and he was uh, had his video on, and then all of a sudden it goes black, and we're like, oh no, he disappeared, and uh, yeah. the lights just went off because he was just sitting there talking to us, and it was like those auto lights. But then it kind of it was kind of fun because it opened up. He's like, I thought maybe somebody was playing a prank on me, and we kind of started <laughs> talking about Johnny and his prank. So yeah. I, I, I thought it was a ghost. So I was like, piss off ghost. Like yeah. it was the whole thing. And <laughs> but no, I mean, he clearly, um, you know, he, he knows what he's doing. He loves the fact that there are so many solid midfielders on the team that doesn't intimidate him in the slightest. Um, I love I thought, the joke though. When they were like, you think we'll sign any more midfielders? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and it's clear, man. I mean, we alluded to it before. He's not happy when, you know, MLS talking heads are out there disrespecting Sporting KC because, uh, yeah, well, Sporting KC won this time because, well, the other team just wasn't good enough. And he's like, no, I'm not here for that. So. Yeah. And I, you know, it just so happened. It came after a, a week of me saying, are, are Sporting good or is Vancouver yeah. bad? And I'm like, I'm like, does Elliot listen to us? Like, <laughs> no, he, he did not mean that for us whatsoever. I know. Um, it was just so, <laughs> so like uh, uh, coincidental, you yeah. know? And, but I mean, you know, I think it's, it, it speaks to the confidence of this team and the guys on the team where they're like, Hey, no, you're not going to come here and discredit the victories that we get. Like, you know, we're a yeah. good team. We know we're a good team. And uh, you know, this is, this is something where, you know, start putting some respect on our name. I also start thinking like, you know, as we've talked to more of these players, these aren't just athletes that we respect and somewhat idolize in a sense. Uh, these are really good human beings. And uh, I think, I, I think more for the international guys, uh, such as Ilya, how his main group of family and friends are not here. And yeah. not only that, but he hasn't gotten to even take a weekend off to like go see them or have them come see him. Right. And that's super sad, man. And you never know, are these guys within the team? Are they just kind of friends with each other or do they have friends here in town as well? Like, how do you even make friends? It's freaking COVID, you know? Yeah. COVID doesn't make wild. it easy. Somebody's going to take I'll Ilya be his to, friend. <laughs> somebody's going to take Ilya to Joe's KC barbecue. I'm on it, dude. I'm, <laughs> I'm absolutely on it. Let's go. Yeah. He needs to try that, but he, you know, he's, he's made his rounds to the other barbecue, you know, he, uh, that was pretty cool. I did not put my money on Titanic being his favorite movie that caught me off guard. That's right. That's right. I mean, if you think about it, it's a solid film, even if it is on seven VHS tapes. You know what I mean? <laughs> I do remember <laughs> as a kid having to split VHS, having to, to, to put it in there. I'm not gonna, I got a soft spot in my heart for that movie. It's not bad. Sure. I mean, the song is legendary. We all know that song. Yeah. And we all know the, the running joke of like, why couldn't she let him on the door? There was more than enough space. Right. Uh, the king of the world thing. So many good lines. And yeah, little, little Leo, just adorable. Yeah. And uh you know, the other thing from that interview that, you know, there's so much that we could, you know, recount and, and talk about, and there's so much more we could talk about with Ilya, but um, his answer when talking about the fans coming back to a full capacity children's mercy park. And he was like, we do this for the fans. Like this is an entertainment product and we do it for them. And without them, it wouldn't make sense. And you could just tell that and every player yeah. is like this on sporting KC, they cannot wait. He's like, we're not, we're not Houston dynamo. We like to play in front of fans, <laughs> you know? What is this? I, I even saw, uh, you know, Casey Wosa was playing Houston Dash. And I was like, I'm pretty sure they're up to full capacity in, in Houston. That's that looks bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's one of those things where it's like if I were Houston, I'd almost just say we're still restricting capacity because then it just makes you feel better. It's like, yeah, we're just, intentionally restricting it to 5000 people. Yes, totally. Definitely capacity restrictions. Hey, Children's Mercy Park's going to be bumping, dude. This weekend's going to be nuts. It's going to be crazy. And are you, you going to be there? Um. I don't know. I were, this is a weekend where it's going to be a little tough for me to make it to that game just because of scheduling wise. Hmm. Um, right I want to be there, but man, it's, you know, I but wish you'll I watch could, regardless. Yeah. I wish I could be there to have that first game full capacity. It's going to be nuts. The energy is going to be insane. Get some revenge yeah. on the Houston dynamo. I think we'll do it. It's going to be a win. There's no way it's not. Oh, no doubt, dude. And the Houston dynamo are like, what they have full capacity. Like that's, Oh man, we we don't have that even in, in regular times. This is nuts. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even know what this looks like. Why are there so many people here? This isn't safe. 
Right. Um, so so many people. What what are the limits here? Someone call the freaking fire marshal. Right. Um, but no, I, I can't wait. I you know, we're, we're not gonna spend a ton of time diving into that game because it's already getting to be a little bit of a longer episode, but um couple other things we just wanted to mention alan pulido second straight mls team of the week honors um so shout out to him pretty cool jimmy nielsen he's the next sporting legend which that's right not a surprise it's overdue so shout out to jimmy nielsen and uh you know there's not a lot going on around the league but the only thing i wanted to ask you was my god did you see what happened to the portland timbers midfielder andy polo with the tackle yeah. from from Derek Williams. Yeah, he did now. He I mean he they just announced he's out for the rest of the season. He's going to have to have surgery to repair a left ruptured quadricep muscle and a torn meniscus because that might have been the worst tackle I've ever seen watching soccer in my life. I I hope he got I hope the player that did that to him at least reached out to him. Maybe maybe an edibles arrangement because you owe him. <laughs> yeah, Galaxy's Derek Williams. I mean, he got did a red I say card. edibles. I said edibles arrangement, I mean, which just one. means it's that's a bouquet of marijuana. It's Portland, <laughs> so it's probably allowed. Um, yeah. I just, you know, he's going to get suspended, but that should be a long, long, long suspension. There's probably no more now. That. Like after the injury is announced, I think it's like, hold on, let's rethink this two-game suspension we're going to give you, you know? Yeah. So that's, that's crazy. about all we got for this week, man. You got anything else for our listeners? It's about it, man. I'm so excited to like party with everyone this Saturday, man. 7:30, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's gonna be a ball, man. It's gonna be a ball. Pretty cool. So, shout out to all of you who sent us a question. Sorry if we didn't get to it this week. When we have interviews, it gets a little long. So we'll we'll circle back on some probably. Um, yeah. Shout out to Pedro and his sister Cindy. And uh, you know, thank you all for listening so much. Make sure you check out hellotushy.com/slash/noother for 10% off your Hello Tushy today. And uh, check out Manscaped. Promo code NOOTHERPOD for your 20% off and free shipping for the Lawnmower 4.0 or any other product. But um, in the meantime, make sure you leave us that five-star rating and review. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at NOOTHERPOD, at Dan Kuzer, at JCMax03. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash NOOTHERPOD. Shoot us that email, NOOTHERPOD at gmail.com. But until next time, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch you all later. See ya. Ilya, Dan, and Jimmy. Barbecue buddies for life. Yeah.